Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, and we are back in the lobby bar for the week of August the 28th, 2023. Brian and Michaela here with you as always. And uh, to get us started out here in the lobby bar today, wanted to give a special shout out to our newest patron. Uh, that is Janet Robinson. Thank you so much for all your support, Janet. We definitely appreciate it and uh, definitely appreciate you participating in the polls because uh, that's the big thing we've been doing over on Patreon as we've been getting into our Drink the Music episodes. Uh, got a couple albums up there each week to pick, and that's how we've been choosing our episodes. So uh, thank you so much, Janet, for joining in. We appreciate it. We sure do. Um, we appreciate a lot of things here at Drink the Movies. Another thing that has happened, uh, one of our Patreon patrons uh, sent us a letter um, around uh, the Absolution album by Muse. And mm -hmm. Brian, you thought it was a really cool idea. And I agree that we should uh, we should read that letter. Yeah, absolutely. So before we uh, get started into our cocktails today, I wanted to uh, take a quick moment here. So uh, Cassia, uh, one of our patrons, sent in a note here about uh, Coldplay. Uh, so we just covered uh, Viva La Vida, and she wanted to kind of share her thoughts on that. And um, that's been one of the kind of fun things transitioning to music is it's opened up like a whole different kind of dialogue than we had. Uh, around movies. So that's been pretty fun. So uh, Cassie says, just going to read through this here. Uh, when I was in high school, I had a Newsweek subscription. And at the time the album Viva La Vida was released, I remember reading an article saying that all Coldplay songs were identical. So I, being an impressionable teenager, agreed with the article and considered Coldplay and their music overrated. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Um, in college, though, my first batch of roommates loved Coldplay. Milo Ziloto was which I was told was Chinese for beautiful music, came out that semester. My roommates made me a copy, and I love listening to it. That album reminds me of where I was and about my first year at college whenever I listened to those songs. Milo Ziloto is a prominent and positive memory from that time. I love the songs Princess of China and Paradise, but my favorite and most nostalgic track from that album was a hopeful transmission. I love messages of hope. I felt this album's theme was about believing in hope despite our dreams and idealizations being shattered. That message still resonates with me today. Uh, on a quick aside, um, I've not listened to Milo Ziloto in a long time. Uh, Michaela, uh, are you super familiar with that album? I am not. Okay, well, I guess we have our own homework to do here. So uh, back to the letter. Milo Ziloto and Time... Uh, helped me change my mind about Coldplay. They have consistently been a solid and consistent band. Their songs have consistently been with me and listening world since early 2000s. They have multiple hits every year. That's amazing. Revisiting Viva La Vida with more life experience behind me was a revelation. I believe this was Coldplay at their zenith. They're up there with you two in my mind. And Brian sent me his extra Viva La Vida CD. I did, yeah. And I bought the CDK special on Etsy, and it's been fun listening to. I love examining the intersection between life, fallables, love, and death. And Viva La Vida is the perfect album for provoking these thoughts. If you haven't, check out Chris Martin's interview with Howard Stern. Martin explains how he visited Frida Kahlo's house and saw her painting, Viva La Vida, which inspired him. Uh, later wrote the song, which poured out in one go. I wish I could do anything that good in one draft. 
He also sang the song live and acoustically and sounded exactly how he does on the CD. If I ever get a vinyl player, Milo Zyloto and Viva La Vida are most likely the first records I'd procure. Thank you for covering Coldplay's Viva La Vida and for reading this. Uh, you're welcome, Cassia. Yeah, it was an honor to cover uh, Viva La Vida because uh, that's one of my favorite albums and it was really fun um, kind of exposing uh, Michaela to that album. Yes. Uh, and it was it was fun being exposed to. I got to say, I think, uh, Cassia, you and I really uh, this really resonates with me, this 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 idea that um, being an impressionable uh, youngster and being told what's good and then having, you know, a little bit of life experience and being exposed to different different uh, experiences um, and where you get to get to decide for yourself what's good. Um, in music and movies and in, in all forms of entertainment and life in general and friendships. I think that's so real. Um, and I really love that because that's kind of how I felt, right? We talked about this a lot. Um, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I listened to Coldplay's yellow and was like, I could never listen to that song again because it was so overplayed. And so I really missed years out of my life uh, enjoying this band because I made that snap judgment when I was 22 and thinking that I knew everything. Right. So I think that that's really great. Um, And I do love that this album and this band uh, means so much to to so many people and that we can explore that conversation in a different Mm -hmm. way than we've ever been able to talking about uh, movies before. So that's really also very special. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, you know, and, you know, really good movies do this, uh, do this, too. Um, You know, of course, we've transitioned to music now for the time being. But um, yeah, it kind of it kind of taps into this, um, I don't know, kind of different like aspect of your psyche. Music does, I think, in the way that you interpret it and feel about it. And certainly, you know, movies can do that and uh, change your your paradigm and stuff like that. But, you know, that's that's more of like a direct story being told to you. And, you know, you can interpret a little different. But music is very um, open to interpretation and everyone has different kind of sounds and sound qualities and uh, tones that they like and things and are attracted to. So, um, yeah, it's been definitely fun to go through and do the do the uh, music here. So uh, thank you so much for sending that in. We appreciate that. Um, and something else that, that caught our eye over on our Discord, we've been posting a lot of cocktails and uh, drinks and things like that. Um, and on Discord, we got posted a picture of something that was right up your alley, Michaela. Um, I mean, it, it was beer, so that's that's pretty good. But these in particular uh, were some pretty fancy beers. Uh, let me see. I want to pull up the exact name here. We've got Laughing Dog and Halo are the breweries here. But uh, these beers uh, featured your favorite ingredient of all time. Michaela, maybe, maybe it's your favorite berry. Anyways, it, it is my favorite berry. The noble Huckerv- Huckleberry. That's right. Uh, Huckleberry. Um, so if you've ever met me <laughs> uh, and you've asked me about berries or I, I don't know, Montana, um, I've probably gone into a long spiel about Huckleberries and I'm going to spare you uh, the hours that I could talk about this. But just 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 to say um, Huckleberries are um, arguably the best berry in the world. Um, they're one of the only berries that are, are not farmed or at least they weren't farmed for Gosh, most of my life, you had to go and uh, gather them in the mountains. Um, mm-hmm. You uh, and, and and someone, that's called. yes, you would forage them, <laughs> and you would end up. Uh, someone would end up inevitably uh, also meeting a grizzly bear uh, that was eating the huckleberries. So it's kind of a dangerous, kind of a dangerous berry to get. Um, but when you taste them, you you understand why they look kind of like a blueberry, um, but they're not. They're way better. Let's just let's just be clear. And um, 
it's been amazing because huckleberries uh, don't make it into the South and we are decidedly in the South. Um, mm, and yet mm -hmm. like uh, Tillamook, if you're listening, I love you guys. You make a, an amazing huckleberry ice cream that you can find. Um, but uh, if you're up North um, this time of year, is like, especially in Montana, uh, this is the time where you're going to see huckleberry ice cream, huckleberry shakes, huckleberry cobbler, um, huckleberry syrup. Uh, we can make uh, huckleberry simple syrup uh, for our cocktails. Um, mm. But there is there is a company out there that has managed to put this into vodka and make it amazing. <laughs> and it has yep. made its way to the south. It's called um, I think it's called Vodka 360. Um, mm -hmm. and they are known for like amazing flavors. They have probably 35 that I see at my liquor store on any given day. Um, and I think there's even more where that came from. So if you're interested in like really amazing, very inexpensive, uh, vodkas, um, that have specialized flavors, I would look them up. They're not the only ones that do Huckleberry by, by any means, but they're the only ones that I can find in the South. Uh, so mm -hmm. what I decided to do was mix up a spritz because we've been doing a lot of spritzes because it's hot. Um, and it's the closest thing that I can, that I can create to my, to like a huckleberry <laughs> adultness shake. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. You, uh, you some uh, that uh, huckleberry vodka and, uh, yeah, you can definitely make yourself up a spritz there. Uh, we've been doing lots of, uh, spritzes, uh, gonna kind of follow that same, uh, kind of formula there with your, uh, kind of, uh, three parts of your sparkling wine prosecco, uh, two parts of your uh, liquor or liqueur. Um, in this case, it's going to be that uh, huckleberry vodka, um, and then top that off with uh, roughly one part of club soda or uh, sparkling water to to kind of round it out a little bit. And uh, yeah, drink and enjoy. It's going to give you give you those nice kind of uh, fall flavors. I assume you know, kind of up in Montana here late late in uh, August, you're starting to get into uh, back to school time and fall weather time and things. So it probably kind of sets off that like intro to fall uh, connection. Yeah, um, I, I also feel like a, that. I also have a bottle of this uh, vodka uh, that you actually gifted me as a kind of a housewarming gift, uh, which I'd only recently cracked into when we were talking about all things Huckleberry. I made myself up a uh, Huckleberry uh, Moscow Mule, uh, right? So just uh, just regular straight up uh, Moscow Mule, except I use the Huckleberry vodka. Uh, pretty, pretty good. Taste of fall for sure. Yeah, it is definitely, um, I really like the 360s um, version because it's just sweet enough. You don't have to add any simple syrup or anything to it, um, but it's not too sweet. Um, I think that uh, if you're if you're going to do that, um, if you're going to do a spritzer with it, just make sure that um, you watch. Uh, I wouldn't put too much in. I think I like your one part, three parts, one part. I like that mm -hmm. um, because I've made the mistake uh, of putting too much in and then it's almost overwhelming. You don't you don't get as much of the effervescent of the uh, of the bubbles mm -hmm. and it can be it can be kind of syrup because it is it is a sweetened vodka. But um, but it's very good. And I really recommend anybody if you see Huckleberry on a menu item uh, in your life, you should try it because they're hard to find and um, and they are really good. It's 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 my it's my Montanan coming out my mountain girl. 
<laughs> there, there you go. So if you have any uh, Huckleberry inspired ideas, send them our way. Or if you're making it to a Huckleberry festival, um, say you're in Montana and doing that, uh, let us know. Send us pictures, all that good stuff. And uh, you're going to want to make sure that you are uh, staying tuned to the podcast. We've got a new album coming this week. Uh, last week, we covered Absolution by Muse. That was a really good time. And this week, uh, we are putting on our dancing shoes and we are going to be covering Madonna's 1984, Like a Virgin. So definitely looking forward to that. And uh, stay uh, you know, uh, keep your eyes peeled coming out on Thursday, uh, like all the episodes do. So, uh, make sure you do that. Send us pictures of huckleberries. Um, thank you again to, uh, Janet, uh, for joining us on Patreon. We hope you enjoy your time over there and thank you so much for joining us in the lobby bar. We'll talk to you next time.